Welcome to a paranormal show unlike any other. The Ghost Helpers Show with your guides, Tina Irwin and Laura Van Tyne. Where the paranormal is more normal than you think. We are seasoned psychics who once led normal, everyday lives just like you. Until the paranormal world refused to be ignored any longer. We have listened to countless dead tell their stories, and we are sharing that knowledge with you. Join us each week as we take a piece of the paranormal and explain how it works using true ghost stories, the tales that the dead have told us. Our intention is to offer new insights and understandings of the paranormal pandemonium which surrounds that mystical fourth dimension and how it impacts our normal everyday lives. The Ghost Helper Show with Laura and Tina, teaching the living to help the dead, starts now. Welcome to Ghost Helpers. Thank you for joining us. And today we simply discuss the fact that the paranormal is more normal than most people think. Paranormal things happen every day. And our show is about the soul, whether the soul is housed in a physical body or if it is stuck between dimensions. So we are all souls. It doesn't matter what what form we're in, we're still, it's about the human experience. And a ghost is simply a soul without a physical body that's stuck between dimensions and we can help them. And it's a huge spiritual service to help them. Um, before we get started, today Tina's going to be sharing a story about how a rather sizable group of ghosts kept following this living man for a reason. And as we go through this, we're going to be discussing how this works. How does a ghost connect to a person? There's many ways, but we're going to talk about one in particular, and that's about our Akka chords and our Akashic records. And don't you have some shout outs? I do. I want to say thank you to the Paranormal and Haunting Group um, and Karina Luby and all you guys for helping us to support this show through your group. So thank you so much. All right. <clears throat> Let's start out by discussing where does the word Akashic come from? What is the root of the word? And stay tuned because you're going to hear a great ghost story, by the way, but we want to kind of give you the science behind it. We, we want you to understand how such an astounding story, which is coming, could actually happen. And the root word of Akashic is Aka, A-K-A. And the word Aka basically comes from the Huna tradition, which is a Hawaiian tradition. You know, everybody talks about the big kahuna. Well, the kahuna was the great, to use a Native American term, shaman for the Native original people of Hawaii. And this is really important to understand because they explain, and there's a wonderful book by Enid Hoffman called um, Huna, A Beginner's Guide. And that's, that's a really wonderful book to actually look at. But the word Akashic comes, starts with the root word Aka. And we have... And that's A-K-A. A-K-A, Aka. And it starts with an Aka cord. And from our solar plexus, and I don't think you can see this. Which is just below the breastbone. Just below right. the breastbone. You have that section, which is your solar plexus. And that's where all the cords come from. And it's sort of this gentle, tiny, thin blue strand of cord that comes out from your solar plexus and connects you to everything you've ever touched, every person you have ever met, every place you've ever been, every experience you've ever had. You are connected through the Aka cord and the record of that connection 
is what constitutes and is constantly creating your Akashic records. Didn't I put a bow on that? You sure did. <laughs> you know, I remember one of the first times I met you. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> Just one. I'm not an old memory. <laughs> or memorable. Um, <laughs> I am memorable. I know, right? <laughs> I remember one of the first times I met you, we were having this discussion and I said, oh yeah, I see those. And I would see this Akkord connection when my father was alive um, between us. And it's the silver blue strand. And you're like, what? You can see that? And I'm like, yeah. So it's- I was it's, validating what, what you were seeing and experiencing. Right. And I, I never discussed it with anyone before because, you know, I don't want to sound like too much of a nut job. So anyways, it it's a silver blue energetic cord and we had had that discussion and you're like, you can see that really. So anyways, just a little side note there. Well, and we know this is true because we talk about cutting our apron strings or cutting the connection or cutting the cord with that person. We use it in everyday common language and we refer to it, but now you get to understand that it's true. These things do exist, which is why when you get really bad news or you hear that someone has died a sudden death, you recoil and you feel like vomiting. Okay. So think about it. Whenever you've had, and we've all experienced a traumatic death, right? Some, a loved one who died and you feel like you're going to vomit, but you don't know why you feel nauseated upon the news or even before the news, because that aca cord gets severed and it comes reeling back at you and it hits you hard. And so it hits you in the solar plexus as if you've received a stomach punch. You hear kids say their parents say, okay, we're getting divorced now. And they felt like they were punched in the stomach. Right. Punched in the gut. Is what there was say. a gut, uh, you know, it was a gut wrenching think of the just ordinary terminology that validates what we're saying and it's because those aka cords feel like they're being severed or cut or hurt in some way which is right there in your gut your solar plexus which is where gut instinct also comes from because the record of a previous experience is why you have a gut instinct so all of the experiences follow along those cords. Those cords are the constant recording of your lives. Many, many I'm lives. I'm going to stop you for a moment. And this is a really great um, segue into just real quick. If you go to ghosthelpers.com and go down to the courses page, there's a free one hour online course, the secret science behind intuition. And we discuss this in depth there and it's totally free. We don't ask anything for it. It's just really good, helpful information about what is intuition and how to increase it and how it's tied to those cords. And when you understand that, you can understand why telepathy occurs telepathy mental telepathy doesn't occur up here it occurs through your solar plexus because you're accessing something you've already felt something you already know because it follows those lines of aka substance all right it's at the technical term is kino aka substance which creates akashic records and you know for the non-believers out there these have been discussed throughout the history of the planet, these Akkords, Akashic records. And sometimes it takes science time to find it, to, to catch up, catch up. For example, a couple hundred years ago, nobody believed in viruses and bacteria because we can't see them on our hands. Right. 
Well, once the microscope was invented, we could see them and we could see what they do. Science caught up. Science caught up We're, with Carillion photography and some other things. Science is catching up. A lot of times with the phone cameras now, science is catching up. And there's been documentation of people taking a video or a photo of a soul leaving a body, et cetera. Science is catching up, but the bottom line with this Akashic record stuff is that it exists in every culture throughout the history of this planet. So if it didn't exist like that, what would that mean? It, it, it doesn't follow any logical sense. In other words, every there's a reason for every experience, even the really horrible ones. Akashic records are the record of our soul evolution. Soul evolution is not a straight shot. Sometimes we take three steps forward and a step back. That's or part three of, steps back and a step forward. Exactly. And uh, your Akashic records are the sum total of who you are today, who you have been, and the potential for who you would like to become. And it's our personalities. It's what creates who we are. And it goes back through many lifetimes, many incarnations on this planet, and even those times when we're outside of a physical body. In a, in a spiritual form, so to speak. Which brings me to that. We always say that a ghost is incurring karma in the fourth dimension because they didn't cross into the fifth, which stops the karmic clock, which means- Hold on, let's back up. What's the fourth dimension? The fourth dimension is what happens when you leave your physical body. The fourth dimension was sort of like a step-up transformer so that you could move into the heaven world because the delta- between the third dimension frequency. Oh, oh, we're going to back up again. The third dimension is that the dimension that we're living in, the physical. We can touch time and space and gravity, touch, see, feel things, right? This is so we're in a physical body. This is the third dimensional world we live in. The fourth dimensional world is, like you said, the step up transformer. Because we're all supposed to move into the heaven world. The problem is, most of us have not a clue that that's what's supposed to happen or that was the original intention that you would move through this the according to the 23rd psalm the valley of the shadow of death and not just the 23rd psalm but every holy text has a version of this exactly it's not just a bible thing and we then are in meant to move into the heaven world where we can review these records of the life just lived and then figure out how they mesh with previous lives so you get a real understanding of that record which is why you really get a cross over at death or help those who have died to cross over and you can help if you have a loved one who has died and you know they have not crossed over by the way if a loved one has died and they're sitting next to you in your car or you can hear them. Or they climb into bed with you. Or they, whatever that is. That means they have not crossed over. No matter what any medium says, if you follow the concept of spiritual law and the lessons of detachment, if they're with you, they have not crossed over. If you go to ghosthelpers.com and you go under the crossing over prayer video, you can use that tool to help them cross over. And we have testimonials, thousands of them all over the world. And so when we're looking at Akashic records, this is such a critically important concept to understand living and dying and then living again. We, we are eternal. We are immortals. You cannot kill a soul. You cannot kill a soul. That's what the great texts and the great ones who have walked the earth 
talk about when they talk about life everlasting. This is a really precious concept. It gives every one of us hope. Maybe this life was a, a really difficult one. And if you cross over, you can understand it and then learn how to apply those lessons, which are carefully recorded in your Akashic record. So then the next life can be better, different, wiser. Maybe you can do more than you did in one lifetime. Some people don't even understand how dynamic their work is, which leads us as our segue into our story. All right. So this story, we, we went through the Akashic record, the Akka chords for a reason. And this story that Tina's going to tell is about a remote viewing she had done on a property that is just, it's an amazing ghost story. So Tina, go for it. In Ghost Stories from the Ghost Point of View, Volume 2, which we're frantically working on to make an audiobook, not quite out yet, but in this book, I have a, a client who lives in Virginia, and remember, 4,000 battles, um, 2,000 of the 4,000 Civil War battles were fought in Virginia. Many people don't realize that. And, um, this individual told me that, you know, he felt like there were ghosts in his house and he just couldn't figure it out. And he wanted me to look at it. And it was one of the hardest remote views I've, I've ever done. And I've done a lot of really hard ones, really mm -hmm. tough ones. And in this particular one, this man was a doctor but he was a civil war doctor and I'm not going to go into all the details of this show of this particular story, but the most critical detail was that since he was a doctor, the patients he had during that time who died for a variety of reasons, not because he was incompetent, but because people die kept finding him. And in this life, they found him, you know, the Civil War ended in 1865. It was only 100 years in 1965. Civil War widows were still receiving benefits from the federal government 100 years later. A lot of them were married when they were teenagers. They lived a long time. And where I'm going with this was, so, you know, basically 130 years after the Civil War is over, you know, this man reincarnates, you know, in probably the mid 50s so now maybe even the 60s he's living now he is currently living he's and still he's living he's got a problem and he's got a problem he's got ghosts so he says i don't know where these ghosts come from you know i don't know who are they and in this lifetime he is still a type of a doctor he's not a surgeon or anything he's still a type of a doctor well he's he's a homeopath he's he's doing medicine differently this he's time. doing medicine differently yeah and so I remove viewing his property and I'm seeing civil war dead by the thousand and, and how they died and what his role in it was so compelling that they were overcome by his kindness. He was overcome by the trauma was, of the life. Was he from the North or from the South as a doctor back then? He was a Northern doctor treating Confederate soldiers. Wow. Okay. And so he was kind to the Confederate soldiers because he's looking at this man who's dying and he's holding his hand. He's writing notes to his, this man's family, having no idea if he can even send it because a lot of the South was destroyed. Families died. 
not even knowing if he'll be able to get that note from this dying man to the family. It was really traumatic, but that was a hourly occurrence. I mean, if you realize toward the end of the war, they had nothing to help these men. It was just, it was a really tough remote view. And yet this was, this was reality. I wasn't seeing something that might've existed. I knew good and well it existed. Did that hospital exist on his property? No. It All right, because a lot of times ghosts will be bound by the property or bound by the location. The, this situation was so unusual because they found him and the ghost took me back to where the event occurred, which was not on his property. All right. And they found him through his ACA cords, his which is cords. why we ha are having this conversation about ACA cords. So you're, you found, they found him through the ACA cords. So now what are they showing you? What are they telling you? They're showing me his kindness. That's uh, people who actually edited this particular story said they kept having to stop. It was so powerful, but they kept, they, they couldn't believe that he was a Yankee and still kind to them. And so they're, they, he's crossed over and come back, but they have not. So they've been a ghost in this ghostly state for 130 years. Yeah. 30 years or so. So what happens when you finally like start helping them to cross over and understand, did they know they were dead? First of all, they knew they were dead. Okay. And they just didn't know what to do once they died. Some of them knew they were dead. Some of them didn't know. Some of them were still in the suffering state. They, the last thing they remembered was that, that Robert was actually holding their hand. That's the last thing they remembered. A lot of times what I'm going to see is the last thing that the soul really you remembers. Know, and that's so sad that to think that for 130 years, that soul has been going through the suffering state. Their frequency was so low, they couldn't cross over or they didn't know what to do or they didn't know they were dead. They just and this didn't is, understand. This is why we Ghost Helpers is about the soul. It's about compassion. And, but it, this wasn't the only time. I had another time where the ghosts from the past were not Civil War soldiers. Is this the same doctor? This is the same doctor. These were um, other, these were slaves. And he had helped, he had to, he chose the North because he wanted to see the slaves freed. And because of that, he became a doctor with the Union Army in the North. And they sent him back to the South, but the slaves he had treated in the South found him and asked for help. They actually wanted to help him because he was in a very depressed place. And their, their whole goal was we need him to know how much his kindness meant to us. So now we've got two data points. This is a really kind man in that life. And <clears throat> so he's, he's struggling uh, in this life with the life he's living in this life. So then there's a third story in ghost book two where more ghosts come and he says, my God, you've cleared this place twice. How can there possibly be more? And I'm thinking there's always more. How did I miss that? <laughs> and the answer was that it's as if throughout this network that is the fourth dimension word went out that <clears throat> if you connected back to this guy, he can help you cross over because he'd call me up and say, do something and do it right now. <laughs> he's like, I'm really done with this. You know, we hear this sound and we need you to fix it. Okay. So he's hearing a sound now. He's hearing a Why? sound because he, 
these souls connected to him because of the previous souls he crossed over because they're all connected. So they all had, maybe it was a relative of someone who got crossed over and maybe the souls that went to the heaven world were able to communicate with the souls that were left. And then in that situation, I stopped counting at a thousand. I just kept moving them on. You have to remember eight, oh, at least 800,000 men that doesn't include the women and children who died in the civil war. At least 800,000 soldiers from both sides died in the civil war. When you grew up in the South, you know, some All right, of this. <laughs> so I guess the question becomes is they, they felt his depression. What, was this ghostly existence bringing on his depression, do you think? I think that he had so many ghosts with them and there were so much sadness. See, I don't think he crossed over in the previous life. Okay. So he I think reincarnated. He was, so, he was so depressed from what he saw in the life of the Civil War. He didn't cross over. He didn't cross over. So he came back in under a hundred years. All right. And, and one of the things that we're going to talk about later in the show is that not everybody reincarnates from the heaven world. And he was, he came back, he came into this world depressed. He didn't understand the purpose of the suffering of the civil war. People understand the concept of the reason for the civil war. But when you're in the trenches and you're seeing the suffering and your goal is to help people and do no harm, that those concepts become challenging for a compassionate individual. And this man was. After the third time, I didn't get any more phone calls. He said, it feels like we're done. All right. Did you ever tell him about his past life connections? Because yes. you're doing a remote viewing. Well, yeah, because because he said, I feel like I know them and I, I could then I could then validate what I had seen. Okay, because he asked. He asked me, he said, I feel like I know them. I feel like I lived during that time. Um, you know, I don't understand all these stupid reenactments. You know, everybody dies again and again and again. And I said, you know, that's the past Akashic record haunting people in this life. We know all these reenactments. It's place. a really good point is that a lot of those reenactments that, you know, in historical areas, throughout the world, people reenact things chances are pretty good that they lived that life and they're role-playing this life that they used to live. Yes. The, the irony is they role-play their role from that life. Right. And, and in that role, if they died, they die in that reenacted. I mean, you see them, okay, you know, you guys all fall over, you know, we're taking, you know, McClellan's raid or Sherman's March or whatever it is. And you, they die every time. And it's like, you can say, you know, I don't understand how crazy this is, but there's something missing because when they died in that life, they didn't cross over so they could have some understanding. And maybe the reenactments are helping their psyche to try and make sense of what happened to them without the blood and the gore and the smell and the smoke. Yeah, I'm making it. You're making Cre noises. I'm making creaky noises. Really With the sorry. chair. It's sorry. the chair people. Yeah, I'm not creaking. I don't creak. <laughs> All right. So, you know, a big part of this is that we have memories and those certain memories are markers in our life. Right. And that explains deja vu. It's like, I know I've been here before, but I know I've, I haven't. Of course, you've been there before in a past life. And a lot of times people visit all these places where they had. I mean, I know I had a past life and several past lives in Italy. I just love the country. I mean, 
when I lived there, I bought something every day. <laughs> the and whole the economy, economy did when I left. Did the economy tank when you oh left? Oh my gosh, the economy <laughs> tanked. But, um, and there are other countries that I don't have a connection to. And so when you're looking at your past lives, you have a connection through your Akashic records. And if you died in Vietnam, if World War One or two, or you were invaded, look at all of these incredible memories. And as you know, memories are so important. When we die, that's all we take with us. That's right. And those memories are your Akashic records, whether you're conscious of the memory or not. Memories is another word for records. And when your life passes through before you at death, you know how my whole life passed in front of my eyes. That's your Akashic record. They're showing you the record you created in that life. That's what that is. Isn't that cool? It is. And <laughs> sometimes, you know, I remember having a past life, a spontaneous past life recall on an event and it was just a flash, but I got the whole story in just, I, I'm going to say a second, right? Yeah, that happened to me too. And so that it can happen that way. And all of those memories came up to the surface for some reason or another. And yes, everyone has an Akashic record. And we, we get that. You know, we're going to be talking a little bit more about how ghosts relate to this and our soul evolution and, and those types of things. But also, before we go to break, check out ghosthelpers.com. There's a lot of information there, a lot of free tools. There's a great video on the bottom of the homepage about, you know, what happens when I die? It's a great question. And with that, please also check out theoillounge.com. Thank you for sponsoring the show. And with that, we will be back right after break. You're listening to Ghost Helpers on Transformation Talk Radio. Your money is your creational energy when you feed your wealth back into what you love. It signals your choices and returns to you. Tune in to Money Momentum with host Karen Baines and learn the truth about the widely misunderstood creative energy that is the cash in your pocket. Realign the things you can't see to get the results you can see. Listen every month for a whole new hour on how to get the money already aligned to who you are. For more information on Karen and Money Momentum, visit soulwhispers.uk. This ain't your daddy's toolbox. Are you ready to empower yourself with the right tools to support your body from the inside out? Join the Oil Lounge as they guide you in building your wellness toolbox of essential oils and plant-based products. It's time to ditch the toxins we're exposed to on a daily basis. The Oil Lounge is committed to sharing the value of essential oils. They offer simple and easy ways to use these life-enhancing products without breaking the bank. Are you ready to start building your everyday wellness toolbox? Visit theoillounge.com today. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Have you lost a loved one and would desperately love a sign to prove that they are okay? Here's a tip for you. Be curious, keep an open mind about everything. The proof will come from the most unlikely places. The messages promise to challenge your current beliefs and what you've been taught. Accept and appreciate all, no matter where they come from. 
I'm Angie Corbett Kuiper. I would love for you to share your signs from beyond on my closed Facebook page, Beyond Grief. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Welcome back to Ghost Helpers. And we're talking about ghosts and how they can find us. And Tina talked about a story about a Civil War era ghost that kept finding this client that she had. And that's detailed in ghost stories from the ghost point of view, but it explains how ghosts can find the living and unintentionally haunt the living, which is why it's so important to cross them over. And if you wanna um, check us out also at our Facebook page, Real Ghost Helpers, go ahead and click like. We'd be really grateful if you did that. It's a new page for us. And we still have the Karmic Path and other pages as well, but please check out the Real Ghost Helpers. On We're a multidimensional. I want you to know that. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> All right. Now, Laura, we have a book called Soul Evolution. We do have and one. And there's a very interesting passage. It's a short passage. Okay. But I think it's this would be a good time to read that. All right. So I'm going to shift some of the oh, things we talked about. Okay. We're moving stuff around. Glad I got the yeah. memo. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, just, Tina. I did that. <laughs> no being put on the spot. By the way, I got this new bookmark from my trip to Portland. I rolled into town last night. So, all right. So this is talking about reincarnation and not everybody comes from the heaven world. Not all souls are heaven sent. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. It means that maybe they missed the memo or that trauma was so great, or maybe they were horrible. Who knows? So souls can re this is from soul evolution, past lives and karmic ties. Souls can reincarnate from both the fourth and fifth dimension. The, you can call it the hells is the fourth dimension. There's a lot of words for it. And the fifth dimension can also be considered the heaven world or whatever you use. Souls who return to mortal bodies from the fourth dimension carry with them unhealed emotional scars from their most previous lives. Many times they return in as little as five years. Little progress is made in soul evolution when you do not reincarnate from the heaven world. Souls who do cross over from the fourth dimension and enter the fifth dimension are able to find a world of peace, healing, guidance, and hope. They're also allowed to reinvigorate themselves for up to a thousand mortal earth time years before returning back into a physical body. So this is a great explanation as to maybe why some people have a lot of traumas. Maybe they, maybe we need to make sure that everyone crosses over. What a concept. Well, 
if you don't heal those traumas, that's why it looks like somebody comes in so broken. And no matter what you do, you can't seem to fix them or why serial killers are identified as early as the age of four. Sometimes they came in without any restoration. All right. So, you know, as we're talking about these records, um, this is where our past life memories come from. As we said, this is deja vu. We're connected to all of these things and our subconscious is recording things that happened even under anesthesia. It never stops recording. It, you know, it's worse than Google. <laughs> <laughs> and so sometimes there are repressed memories from past lives that the conscious memory can't, can't face, but were never resolved because again, they didn't cross over. And so you can be haunted by these past life memories, which was what happened with my client and the civil war. And one of the other things I, we're, we're all connected because if you think about these strings of Aka chords among all of the people on the planet, and we talk about, you know, the Kevin Bacon, five degrees of separation, it's six degrees. Is it six? It's six, five or six, <laughs> six degrees of separation. It's a number thing. If it's six degrees of separation, then we look at, for instance, my, I had a spiritual teacher whose teacher was Sogyal Rinpoche, who wrote the Tibetan Book of Living and Dying, and his teacher was the Dalai Lama. So I'm, I'm, you know, well underneath the six degrees. And since, you know, you and I got together, now you are connected to the Dalai Lama. Well, through we, that, that lineage. And it's also, even before that, you know, I know that I have a Tibetan past, you know, okay. so we're, there's a resonance issue. We're all connected here. And I, I really think that that's important to understand because these, these Akashic records are really, really important. And you, let's, you know, I want to actually talk a little bit about a, a friend, a girlfriend of mine who, who had a brother, brother who was murdered in a, a random drive-by shooting he didn't know his killer in this lifetime but did he know the killer in a last in, in the last life in a previous life is the big question we we know who killed us we have some connection to them even though it appears random in the universe there's very little random because everything is a math equation because that god is the first mathematician everything is connected through these cords and through these records. That's why understanding this gives us a whole new meaning to think before you say, think before you act, think before you make that connection. And actually one of our listeners wanted to know, could you ever cut an Aka cord and what happens when you cut those cords? Right. Can Even you, if somebody hasn't died. Right. Can you cut it? And what does that mean for that those disconnections yes you can cut an aka cord and it can be really helpful and uh it doesn't erase the record we actually detail how you cut a cord you have with someone in our psychic self-defense course and that's a that's a process so i'm not going to go into that on the air uh but i think that's a really cool process to understand especially if you have well, a divorce and it's not changing the memories it's not changing the history but what it can do is if you have let's say you have a narcissist in your life because who doesn't right um and you disconnect those aka cords that person is now separated from you from that moment so they can no longer inflict harm on you in in theory 
But once you reestablish that connection, you're connected again. Yes. And the process of disconnecting is actually not a difficult process and it does work. It doesn't erase the record. And that brings up the next question. All right. So we have had a few people come up to us and say, I can erase Akashic records. I can, you know, make your, the, your, all of your bad deeds go away. We've had that a few times. I had a woman, I, someone said, you've got to meet, meet this woman. She's just amazing. She says that for $600, she will erase your Akashic records. So she goes on and on about how she's going to erase your Akashic records. She can wipe out your karmic record and I was so stunned and I, and I said, you know, Christ and Buddha and Muhammad and all the great ones and all the archangels, none of them can do that. Well, let's back that up. <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh, how could you say such a crazy thing? They have the wisdom behind them to understand these great ones. the great ones. And we, you know, as these people are walking through the earth, they didn't go around and heal every single soul because they were wise enough to know. They were wise enough to know that not everyone has the karma to be healed. And they are also wise enough to understand that you cannot erase somebody's karma. You, we've all done good things. We've all done bad things. Lifetime after lifetime, we're here for the experiences. We're here for the lessons. We're here to learn. We're not going to live a perfect life. If we were going to live a perfect life, we wouldn't be living a life here. No, we would not even reincarnate. So the... In, in having this discussion, I, I think I kind of probably cost her a lot of money that night because <laughs> I but, kept asking all okay, these questions. But you cost her a lot of the woman who wanted $600 to erase the karma, right? right? You cost her a lot of money, but you also possibly saved her a karma. lot of karma, negative karma. Because the, the issue is, let's say that you... Uh, there's a new movie out now about Harriet Tubman mm -hmm. and how she returned to the South 13 times and brought uh, and helped through the Underground Railway thousands of slaves escape. She earned incredible positive karma for that. And so if she has, she reincarnates, we don't know who she is. She, we don't know anything who this new person is, but that was her past life. In your right mind, would you want that astounding karma erraced? You're erasing, you have no idea what you're erasing. If, you're if uncle, you could do that and you can't. If your uncle was murdered, would you want that murderer's karma erased? Would you want somebody to be able to pay a fee and it's all erased? And the answer is, of course not. And That's does not that logical. Does that make sense, right? It doesn't make sense. It's not logical. No one can erase your karma no one and it's a violation of spiritual law for even someone to hint or consider such a crazy thing and and i know that people are well-intentioned i know it makes them look powerful but you cannot erase a karmic record because it exists through the physics of time through the physics of energy and this is also you know an example of why hypnosis can work and work well to access some of those records if you're having a, a difficult time or well, there and then it, look at the case of the i saw this on a fascinating detective show there was a a murder and a robbery and this guy was walking across the street and they saw this van and they couldn't find it and he said i saw the the license plate, but I couldn't quite remember it. Under hypnotherapy, he could tell them the exact license plate, you know, and it solved the crime. I worked with 
a ghost who was a missing person about a month or two ago. She was a missing person. They didn't know if she was dead, but I was actually able to find her ghost. And in that process, I asked her, I said, okay, what did the vehicle look like? And it was, you know, I'm, I'm making this up because I don't want to give the details out, uh, the true details, but you know, it was a silver van. Okay. So what was the license plate? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. And I, and I'm talking to this ghost and I'm like, okay, I want you to go back to when you were sitting in your car what happened when you got out, when you saw that van? And she was able to come up with, this ghost was able to come up with one or two of the letters and numbers of the license plate. Again, it works both ways. And, and I think this is really, really important. There are a lot of, maybe they're well-intentioned members of the new age who routinely talk about, we're going to go into your Akashic records and we're going to read this and we're going to correct that. I, I need to tell you, you cannot do that. Can it's, I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you want to skip the next break? or I do want to skip the next break. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you, Kat and Benny. We do need to, to keep up with that. I guess the question is, do you want your murderer to have their Akashic record re erased? Or do you want the karma they created by their action to mean that they are going to have to atone or have that karma balanced in another time and place or life? I know I would. And how it gets balanced is way beyond our pay grade. And it shouldn't be our pay grade, frankly, or anyone else's pay grade. It this takes is for divine beings. Absolutely, divine beings determine this. No mortal person can arbitrarily influence your Akashic record. Ironically, though, I gotta, you are so wiggly. Your Italianness is coming out of I you. I know, I know. I'm not really Italian, but I. <laughs> Had a lot of lives there. What I'm trying to say is someone who says they can do that is now creating an input into your Akashic record and theirs because they did something that wasn't true and they couldn't really do. Now, if thinking they have accessed it and you talk about something that happened helps you, then it was the talking about the event. They had no influence well, on your record. Sometimes on a, past, a certain level. Sometimes a past life regression. Again, this is this show is ghost helpers, and we're hoping that this show helps people understand the the life of a ghost. Sometimes when you do a past life regression, it can give you insight into some in some situations or difficulties you're having in this current life that's impacting you. But when you're looking at hiring a past life regressionist, you need to do your homework so you don't give up your personal power. You ask them questions. I'm, you know, make sure that you are awake and aware and you're not under a full-blown hypnosis. There's light hypnosis where you can consciously remember and then there's deep hypnosis, which you don't. There, that can be dangerous because you don't know what's going to happen and somebody can think you don't want someone to program you and you didn't give permission. That's the, that's the biggest danger with hypnosis is the integrity of the hypnotherapist. I yeah. mean, you have to look at it. You must be conscious of those kinds of things. And people think they're going to get an, an and they get to do a past life regression and it's going to go to, this is the exact thing that's causing it. Not necessarily. And they could give you a false story also. And now your karmic path has changed a bit, which is just not cool. <laughs> the only way word. someone is who says they're going to erase your Akashic records is uh, affecting you is they're 
they are now adding to your Akashic record and theirs. So I, I want to, I think we've yeah. beaten that horse. Half I, I, I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's flat. It's flat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, and you know, we talked about, so when we're incarnated here, whether we come from the fourth dimension or the fifth dimension, is our life preordained? Are things set in stone? And the, the answer is, is, you know, I think there can be anchor points, right? All our memories are anchor points. And sometimes we pick up a life where we ended a life. That certainly happened to my husband and I. We, I died in a life we had in New England. He did too. And we met in New England, reconnected there, and now we got to have a whole life. And this also explains love at first sight, which it was for me with him. Or it also explains hate at first sight. You which, see somebody, you're like, oh my God, get away. Yes. There's, there's something there, right? And it happened to me. I met that's, someone. That's happened to me. And the first thing I wanted to do was vomit on their shoes, and which was not cool. You know what? Maybe it would have been okay. But I think we've all had that, that love at first sight feeling or that hate at first sight feeling. And what is that? That's our Akashic record of ghosts of lives past and your subconscious has access to your own akashic records and they can say uh you know danger 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 and you don't know why but your subconscious remembers something so it's why you listen to your higher self or your your inner self and you know back to this use your common sense and if you have ghosts with you or a loved one with you you need to cross them over so they can go home, so they can cross over into the heaven world or whatever your name is for that, so they're not stuck between dimensions. And a big myth that we always hear every day is the fact that, oh, they have unfinished business or, oh, they don't deserve to be there in heaven. It's not up to us to judge. And, and, and a lot of people go, well, how do I influence my Akashic Records? And the answer is every moment you're living, you're creating, I mean, the, 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 the tape memory, the hard drive just keeps absorbing. It's like, it's your time machine. I, 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 I see how you went through hmm, videotapes, cassette tapes. I'm, I'm listening to you. <laughs> oh, wait, hard drive, hard drive. Okay. We put these on hard drives now. Uh, it's, it's, if you have a Mac, you have a time machine, which records everything you've done on that machine. That's what an Akashic record is. It's your backup hard drive. Well, it's a backup forget. hard drive. So if you don't have a Mac, it's still a backup hard <laughs> it's drive. It's still a backup hard drive. And it's much bigger than a thumb drive because thumb drives can't hold all that. Every positive action is recorded. It creates karma. What that karma is on that sliding scale is a really big deal. Every decision you make, every interaction you make, not to make anyone paranoid because we certainly wouldn't want to do that. But understanding that Akashic records are the karmic record of your existence, of your entire soul evolution. That's why we wrote this book, because soul evolution, it might as well just be, you know, you know, taking into a peek at your Akashic records. So some people would say, well, how do I know what my Akashic, what's in my records? Well, um, you can look at sometimes the life you're living. What? are you attracted to do you like you know as tina likes italian things um she you, you know in my kitchen <laughs> so you know clearly there's that going on so what are you attracted to what kind of arts what kind of culture is there certain like 
folklore kind of thing that you're attracted to? Is it, you know, something from Ireland? Is it something from India? Oh, I had a, I had a woman come to um, one of our light times meetings one night and we were talking about past lives mm -hmm. and, and regressions. And she said, you know, I am a white woman in a black body. I'll never forget this conversation. She was dead serious. And she said, I had a life in Africa. I remember it as clearly. And all of these things happened in that life. And I miss that life. I miss being in Africa. I miss being black. I loved that life. I am miserable in this life, in this body. And every, you could have heard a pin drop in the room. I never saw her again. <laughs> she just, or you have a record of having drowned. And mm -hmm. so if you have that memory and a fear, right? If you're fearful of water or something, that could be a clue. So the book past um, soul evolution, past lives and karmic ties really talks about what kind of clues can you look for to kind of identify where you come from, what your experiences are. And when you own that yourself, you keep your own power versus hiring somebody to say, okay, what was my past life? Because chances are that that person you've hired is probably wrong or they may give you misinformation and it's tainted your soul evolution. And if a psychic walks up to you and says, oh, I think you had a past life as stop them. They stop talking. It's not your job to tell me my past life. That's your ego trip. Don't let anybody do that to you ever. No psychic should ever walk up to someone and say, oh, you had a past life, you know, as a healer in Atlantis. I hear that every day. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Or you were a princess somewhere. A lot of people were cannon fodder. I hate to say that. <laughs> it's horrible. But I've had uh, a lot of regressions with blowing people the myth. Uh, who died in their 20s on some, you know, cold battlefield, whether they were Roman or Norse or with Genghis Khan or they were just one of the troops. You know, you know, past lives were not all the people didn't always live a long time. And in this life, a lot of people are living longer than they have ever lived before. And they're creating all these records that take them beyond the ages that they were when they died in other times and places. Some people are reconnecting with other souls through adoption. Maybe you had to come in some way, but you got to have a new life with the people who adopted you to work something out. You have to figure it out somehow. And sometimes it's through adoption and you can make that connection. Right. We, and soul evolution talks about, we pick our parents, we pick our parents. And sometimes you have to get to them somehow. And sometimes that way is adoption. And you know, it just is, it just is, you have to make that work. And so I think that, you know, as we're talking about this, can you manipulate your Akashic records? I've had people ask that. Just be a good person every day. Yeah. Do the best you can every day, which creates karma, which then affects your record. And maybe you're balancing something. Maybe the child you adopted, something happened to that child in another life. And then this life, you get to really look after them and have a whole life with that child. I mean, or that person that you married, or I mean, maybe you were unkind to someone in another life. In this life, you get to be kind to them. And karma balances things in the most amazing ways. And, you know, if we were great and mighty, we were the great and mighty Oz's. Yeah. <laughs> Oz's or Oz I? 
I'm kidding. I know it's one Kleenex, <laughs> two Kleenexy. If we were the great and mighty ones, we would have the greatest wisdom about how it all worked. But we're mostly mortal women. And we're, we're trying to give people a new perspective, a safe perspective. And the story about that Tina told about the ghost following the living person through his Aka cords really was a profound story because it shows how we are all connected. We hear that, oh, we're all one, we're all connected. Well, what does that mean, really? I really don't want to be connected to that slime bag down the street, you know, whatever that is. So we're all connected. And this is one explanation as to how this works. Okay. And um, so check out Soul Evolution, Past Lives, and Karmic Ties. And by the way, it's on audiobook now. It is on audiobook. No small feat, but we did it. Took us two years to figure that out. And Laura gets all the credit for that. Good job. A lot, a lot of sitting down at the computer, but that's all good. So check that book out. Check out ghosthelpers.com. And we'd be really grateful if you would like our Facebook page, The Real Ghost, Real Ghost Helpers. That would be amazing. It's a new page for us. And next week, we're talking about. How do you know if your house is haunted? <laughs> I think that's going to be a super fun one. <laughs> and we're going to be telling a lot of stories of what that looks like and what a haunted house can look like from many different levels. And we're not doing this to make people paranoid, but to make them aware and to know that you have the power to cross them over. This is all about crossing over the dead because we are all souls. We are all human souls whether we're in a mortal body right now or stuck in that fourth dimension, every soul needs to cross over from the worst mass murderer to, you know, the mother Teresa's. We all need to go home for that healing and soul restoration. And that's what we're really all about. And we would like to thank everyone for listening to Ghost Helpers on Transformation Radio. And we want to thank our sponsors, the Oil Lounge. They are just the loveliest ladies and they, they are trying to make the world a better place. And we they want, are. They're not trying. They are. They are making the world a better place. And good Lord, it smells so much better. <laughs> We're also grateful to our producers, Benny and Kat, for their help in putting the show together. And being and, flexible with our changes. And being flexible with our changes. And we thank each other because we're always changing. <laughs> though we, we do plan this out and rehearse it. So I think that if you check out our books and courses on ghosthelpers.com. And with that, we will see you next week. Thank you so much. 